Good morning, Erev Sukkos, Tov Shin Pei Dalit. We dedicate the learning today to Le'ilu Nishmas Nisim Ben Aharon, whose yard site is on the 19th of Tishrei. Le'ilu Nishmas David Nassim Ben Avram God, whose yard site is on the 15th of Tishrei. Le'ilu Nishmas Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. Le'ilu Nishmas Chana Bas Reb Yitzchak, whose yard site is on the 22nd of Tishrei. And Le'ilu Nishmas Reb Yaakov Ben Shlomo, whose yard site is on the 24th of Tishrei. These yard sites are during Sukkot, right after Sukkot. We won't be having a shir yet, so we dedicate the learning today. Le'ilu Nishmosam and Le'ilu Nishmas Yantafradl Bas Reb Yishuarie, Harini Kapras Mishkova. And for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rachel Basgalia, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Itgenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebelea Bas Sipoira, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Yeshua Yaakov Ben Brindel, Shlomenisa Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, the Surich Shar Choyle Yisrael. Okay. We're continuing. <clears throat> We're up to Hilcha Shiluach Hakan, Halacha Dalit. A few lines, two, three lines before paragraph Yud Aleph. Rav Nosnazal is explaining the Machlokis of Koirach and his cohorts against Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKoyim. We spoke in the previous year about the question that Korach asked about a garment that's all tcheles, whether it requires tzitzis or not. And Moish Rabbein responded that it does, and Korach mocked it. Continuing now, V'chein she'shoal gamkein, Korach also asked, Bayis mole sforim, a room that's full of sforim, chayev b'mezuzah, does it require a mezuzah? And Moshe Rabbeinu said yes, and again, Koyrach mocked this, and he said it doesn't make any sense. The, the explanation for this is similar to what we explained in the previous year regarding tzitzis. <clears throat> and it's, it's, you, you could easily understand it, based on what we explained there, that, that even though, even though a, a garment is all tcheles, Hashem instructed us that one of the strings needs to be tcheles, and that the strings, in a sense, are the most important part of the whole, whole garment. We make the bracha lehisate batzitzis. We don't mention the garment at, at all. And Rav Nosanzal explained, therefore, no matter who you are, no matter what kind of garment you're using, it requires fulfilling the mitzvah exactly the way Hashem defined it. That one string of tcheles is what, what, what makes the whole pair of tzitzis have its kedusha when tcheles is available. And so too regarding the mezuzah on a room. Now we have the third case, which Rav Nosanzal obviously feels requires a, an explanation. Uh, on, on going in the opposite direction. And so too, in the opposite direction, Koirach made a mistake. Vishal, he asked, Baheres, Kigris, Metame. The halacha is 
that if a person has a certain type of stain on their skin called a vaharis, if it's the size of a gris, which is something very, very small, that's enough to make the person's entire body tummy. But the, the Torah says, and again, Moshe Rabbeinu taught us the Torah, but if this disease of the skin spreads over the entire body, then the person is not, not tummy. The person does not become impure. And Kairach Makdis, that doesn't make any sense. If a tiny little stain makes the person tummy, of course, if the whole body is tummy, it, it has this stain on it, the person should be tummy. Shekol tousoi, shesofar sheyesh gvul. Koyrach's entire mistake was that his thinking that there's a certain boundary, a certain line, shemi shuhube madrega gavoya, shuv enoit sorech avoida vetikun vaalia yoiser. When a person reaches a certain height of holiness and advancement and closeness to Hashem, they don't have to do any more mitzvahs. They don't require any tikkun, and they don't have to go higher than that. And he also made a mistake in the opposite direction. That a person who is on the lowest, lowest level spiritually, and the person falls into tumma, into impurity, there's no more hope for that person at all. That person can no longer be pure. Whereas in truth, it's the exact opposite of what Koyrach thought. Even a person who's on the very, very highest of levels, higher than higher, there still is higher than that, infinite, infinitely higher levels in holiness. As we come to understand from the story that Rabbi Nezal told, the 13th story in the book Rabbi Nachman's stories, in the story of the seven betlers, Hisparus, whereby Ramin is now told in the story about these different groups of people and each one prided themselves that, they're, that they, have a, they have a leader who's on a very, very high level. And we see in the story there that even the person on the lowest level of those being discussed there was one of the, was on a very high level, and despite that, their level was nothing compared to the one above them. And so to the person who was on the higher level, compared to the one above them, their level was almost insignificant. And so on and so forth. As Rab Nosanzal discusses this in other places in Likutei Alachas, Rab Nosanzal says this is not the place that we have to elaborate on this. And so too in the opposite direction, going down. Even someone who's on the 
even the person who's on the lowest level, extremely low spiritually, very far down, even if the person finds themselves in the palaces of Tuma, of the of the Satan, of the Sitrachra, even down there, there is no boundary, there's no line where Hashem's holiness doesn't reach. And just like in the upper levels, on the highest levels, Hashem's holiness is infinite. It's higher and higher. We, we can't imagine, we can't fathom how high. Because the Torah tells us there's higher and higher, and it goes on infinitely. So too, there is no limit where, where Hashem's infinite greatness doesn't reach that far down. Because even in the lowest, lowest levels, really the lowest possible places, there is no place and there is no impurity that exists without Hashem's presence there. Because the, the Pasuk tells us Hashem's kingdom rules everywhere. And as, as is expressed in Likutei Moran, in several places, chapter 33, which was a sheer given related to the holiday of Sukkot, and, and chapter 56. Adarabah, just the opposite of what you would think logically, Lefamim, at times, when a person reaches a very, very low level, and the forces of Tumah, of evil, spread themselves over the person in a major, major way, and they want to swallow up the person completely, there are times where at, at, at that moment Hashem takes pity on the person and Hashem sends that person purity and divine assistance so that the person could be able to, to breathe new life, new spiritual life and return to Hashem. Or at least that the person shouldn't destroy themselves completely. The person shouldn't cross another line, a point of almost no return. As the Pesach says, Hashem has not said that he wants to wipe out the Jewish people permanently or any individual Jew. As it says in, in the, towards the end of Chomish Dvorim, when you will see that it seems completely hopeless, there's no hope at all whatsoever. Ru'u, look carefully. Ato now, ki ani ani hu, I am Hashem, and there's no such thing as hopeless when it comes to Hashem.
Uchsiv, and there's another pasuk that's in Yeshaya Navi, chapter 63, where it says, V'abit, ve'ein oizer, ve'eshtoimein, ve'ein soimech. I'll take a look, and it looks like there's no assistance, and I'll be, I'll be shocked and, and, and no support. V'toishali zroi, and, and yet Hashem took hold of me and saved me and helped me. And that this message is hinted to in this mitzvah regarding the stains on the skin. That if a person has a small stain on their skin, the person is impure. If the stain spreads all over, the person is pure. Because Rav Sal tells us there are times when a person hits a certain rock bottom, sometimes that becomes like a diving board that when you press down on it all the way, when you press down as far down as you can go, it shoots up and it, it, it propels the person way, way up high. That from this incredible urethra becomes a major, major aliyah. V'nim shecholov tahara v'tikun mimokoim shenim shecholov. And there flows purity and repair from the, from the place that it flows from, the highest, highest sources of holiness. Ki ein cheker litvunosi isporach v'legdulosi ein cheker. Because we have no conception whatsoever at all of Hashem's greatness. We cannot perceive the ways of Hashem. And Koirach messed up and was mistaken regarding all of this. To the point where he cut himself off completely from Hashem. He tried to apply boundaries and limitations to the mitzvahs of the Torah. And we know that the mitzvahs of the Torah are one with Hashem, and therefore they, they're infinite. That's why he asked all of these nonsensical questions, because he thought he'll use his rational logic any questions, please? Question in the chat. But when a person hits rock bottom, it's only sometimes certain cases that it, it ends up being a springboard to go so high up. Why is it that the halacha says that when the tzara spreads over the whole body, the person is pure? The answer is, it doesn't have to be technically the same. The Torah is giving us a message that there is such a concept. There exists such a concept that sometimes it's only when a person does a sin, they do the sin and they stay there. They do another sin, they, they hit a certain sin, and that's when the person says, hey, I'm, I'm going too far, I've gone too far. And that springs them back into the Kedusha. So it doesn't, the, 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 present, the, the presentation of the Aloha doesn't have to match exactly the concept. It's showing us in, in all cases, it's showing us that there is such a possibility. Paragraph Yudbeis, and this is what the Pesach in Tehillim chapter 18 means. The Pesach says, 
הוקל תומים דרקוי, אמרס השם צרופו, מוגן הוא לכל החויסים בוי. והשם is complete, his path is complete and perfect. The words of השם are, are, are measured, and השם is a protection, a shield, to all those that depend on him. Rav Nosson Zal says, look at the words. L'chol ha'choysim boi, daiko. The Pesach stresses to all those who will depend on Hashem. Yem Yishiyah, no matter who it is, mikotan v'adgodol, from the lowest to the highest, ulamala mala, and to the super highest. Ulamala mala me'hagodol shebigdoilim, ulamata mata me'apoch shebikusim. And going up the ladder, no matter how high, and going down the ladder, no matter how low. L'chulam, for all people in all categories, ha-Torah shehi imras Hashem, the Torah, which is the word of Hashem, mogein lohem l'kulam, is a shield, a protection for everyone. V'zeu b'chinas hokel tomim darkoi, Hashem whose path is complete. Hainu ha-Torah shenikras derach Hashem, the Torah, which is the path of Hashem, kamay shekosov, as it says, בכל הדרך אשר ציוויסי אסכם תלכו, the entire path that I have commanded you to go on, you should follow, and that's referring to the Torah. וכסיף, there's another passage, ושמרו דרך השם, they will uphold the path of Hashem, which means the Torah. ואומר הכוסף, the passage is telling us here, שדרכו יספורה, שהוא התורה, הוא תומם בתכלס השלמוס. That this path of Hashem, which is the Torah, is complete, it's perfect, to the highest degree of perfection. Ki imras Hashem tzirufa, because the words of Hashem have, are refined. Shehi tzirufa umezukekes bechachman oirov ha'amuka kol kach. It is refined and purified with such awesome deep wisdom. Ad shehi mo'ilo umegina umoshia l'chol bo'yoylam to the point where it helps and protects and, and saves everyone in the world, from top to, from beginning to end. It's a shield, it's a protection for all those who, who want to receive that protection, all those who depend on Hashem. And this is the real wholesomeness and completeness and, 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 and perfect, perfectness of the Torah. It's perfect and whole and complete on all levels. As the Pasuk says, Torah Hashem Timima. And the Torah helps and perfects everyone. No matter what level the person is on, from the highest to the lowest levels. Because if there were any possible level that a person could be on, that the Torah would not help them, because the person is on too high a level, or because the person has fallen too far down. 
then the Torah would not be perfect. It, it wouldn't be complete. Whereas the truth is, the Torah of Hashem is complete and, and, and perfect to the epitome of completeness and perfection. And there is no level in existence where the Torah will, will not protect and help the person. Bechinas, as the Pesach says, Hokel tomim darkoi, mogenhu lechol hachoysen boy, lechol daika, everyone, to everyone who depends on the Torah, everyone who connects with the Torah, the Torah can and will help them. Obviously, we stress it has to be a healthy connection. The Torah itself tells us that if a person studies Torah with the wrong intentions, they're studying Torah to disprove the Torah or, or other type of wrong intentions, then the Torah might not be able to work its magic on the person. We're referring to a case where a person comes with the right intentions. The person realizes that I don't know, and this is the word of Hashem, and I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to listen, I want to try to understand, and I want to try to fulfill even if I don't understand it completely. Paragraph Yudgimel, And this is why the Torah tells us in several places, like, like, a, like a resident or like a convert, like one who's relatively new, you will be before Hashem. Like you, and like the converts, there are many psukim like this that mention both levels. This is to teach us and to show us clearly that the Torah was not given just for newcomers, for balei tshuva or converts, or just for very religious people who grew up religious. The Torah was given for everyone. People, the, the high, the high level, the low level, and the and the immediate, the intermediate level. No matter what level, because the term Ezrach alludes to people who are very great sadikim, who are already very well trained and 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 very well versed in the ways of the Torah. Vahagerim and the term Gerim converts Marames al Tachles Hapchusim is hinting to the people who are on the lowest levels, beginners. They, they're not even Jews, they're just starting out to, to learn about Judaism and to become Jewish. People who till now were living like non Jews. And even now that they've they've converted, for sure they are not yet completely pure from the tumor of their past. And despite that, the Torah is given to everyone equally. And even the greatest of the greatest are required to fulfill the laws of the Torah simply and 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 in exactly in the way the Torah defines them.
No one has a permit to, to go against the Torah. And even the people who are on the lowest of the lowest spiritual levels, the mitzvahs of the Torah help them. And these mitzvahs are their eternal life. There are people sometimes who would look at a person who's become so bad, so evil. And when that person wants to do a mitzvah, they say, don't even bother. In your case, I'm sure it won't make a difference. <clears throat> Rav Nelson is making it perfectly clear that that's not the case. That there's no such thing. And, and a mitzvah is referred to as a candle, a light. And a little bit of light can dispel a lot of darkness. And this will explain why shortly before Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, he gathers together all the different categories of Jews. <coughs> the Hiziroisim, and he warns them, that everyone on every level is required to fulfill this Torah. As it says in the beginning of Parshas Nitzavim, Atem Nitzavim Hayoim Kulchem Lefnei Hashem Alekechem. You are all standing here now before Hashem. <clears throat> and he lists 10 different categories. Roshechem, Shivtechem, Ziknechem, Koilish Yisrael. Tapchem, Neshechem, Vegercho Hashem I left out one. I, I don't have the Pasuk in front of me, but you'll see, you'll count, there are 10 categories there. Take a look. Who is Moshe Rabbeinu starting with and who is he ending with? He begins addressing Roshechem, the leaders, the highest ones. This refers to those who are on a very high level. And he goes on and lists all of the different levels which are included in these 10 categories that he lists there. To, to the point where he concludes speaking about the woodcutters and the water carriers, Shehem Hagivoinim. He was referring to there to the people who came from the nation of Givoinim, Shenizgairu Shaloi Lishma, who converted with wrong intentions. The Torah tells us their conversion was not really sincere. Rak Machmas Ema, they converted only out of fear of being conquered. As it says in the Medrash Tanchuma in Parshas Nitzavim, Malame Shebo that this teaches us that the Givainim came during the time of Moshe Rabbeinu and they, they were not sincere. Therefore, by mentioning them, Moshe Rabbeinu is hinting to the people who are on the lowest levels. Moshe Rabbeinu gathered them all together before he passed away. Omar <clears throat> and he said, that he's giving the Torah to all of these. Kamesh as it says there, 
I am hereby passing all of you into the covenant with Hashem. And also he warns there, that the Torah is being given now and for all future generations. As it says there clearly, I am not making this covenant only with you, you who are physically present here today. This covenant is being established with those who are here today and those who are not here today. is to teach us that the Torah was given to all to all levels, throughout all generations, until the end of time. All of them will be successful, will succeed eternally, will have eternal success through the Torah. No matter who it is, on, on whatever level, because the path of the Torah is a protection, a shield for anyone who depends on it, anyone who puts their faith in the Torah and lives by the Torah. Now Rav Nosenzal goes back to the story of Korach again. Yes. There is a question in the chat. Mm-hmm. Question, Question regarding what we mentioned earlier, that a person has to approach the Torah with the right intentions or else it will not be able to help them. Can it be kind of a vicious cycle when a person's on a really low level, they're simply incapable of having the right intentions? The answer is not necessarily, not necessarily. <clears throat> There's a mission in Pirkei Avos where the Mishnah says, Hakina, v'hataiva, v'hakovoid, the Mishnah there lists three categories. Jealousy. Taiva means desires. Where a person wants to live a, a life of pleasure, they, you know, they, they're only interested in fulfilling their desires. And kovoid, a person who's at, who, who believes they deserve respect. <clears throat> These three things, it says, take a person out of the world. They destroy a person completely. Rabbi Nizal once commented, Kina and Taiva, I'll take, I'll accept. A person who's suffering from jealousy or Taivas, they can come to the Tzaddik and the Tzaddik can help them. Kavayt, a person once covered also, a person is not good and they're, they're not behaving properly and they, they consider, they're arrogant that not not interested, not can, cannot accept, will not accept. So there is, there are prerequisites. There are prerequisites, and a person coming to the Torah with with arrogance, that that the, there's a pasuk that says Toyavas Hashem Kol Gvaleiv. Hashem despises, and the word Toeva is one of the strongest words, negative words in 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 Torah. Uh, uh, any type of arrogance. That this is a very important point that's made hundreds of times throughout the whole Torah. We're told Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai, the first mission in Perkyovis. Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from Mount Sinai. Well, what, are, what are you talking about? He received the Torah from Hashem. 
What kind of misinai? The mountain gave him the Torah? The answer is misinai. He got the Torah from emulating Sinai. Just like Sinai is the smallest of the mountains, so too Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble. <clears throat> now note, the Torah wasn't given in a valley. It was given on a mountain. Mountain means greatness. But the smallest mountain, the one who has greatness, and despite that, they consider themselves small. There's another pasuk, umi midbar matana, that Hashem gave us this gift, the Torah, from the desert. Again, what, what, why is it telling us that? And again, the Gemara says that just like the desert, the midbar is something that people step on, they walk on, and, and the midbar doesn't punch back. So too, in order to receive this gift of the Torah, the person must have a degree of humility, a certain degree of humility. Whereas a person coming in with just with arrogance, usually that person will be rejected. And I've seen this, I've seen this in my life's experience, my limited life's experience. And, and, it's, it's, and the Gemara tells many stories like this. The Gemara tells stories about a person who came to a tzaddik with arrogance, with spitefulness, and there are certain cases where the tzaddik looked at the person and the person died on the spot. Whereas if the person came with an attitude, with, without that, an attitude, without having an attitude, with a certain level of humility, then no matter how bad, there was, there's no such thing as irreparable damage, just about. So this is something which even drug addicts, so, you know, people having the, the worst types of problems and everything, as long as there isn't arrogance together with it, the person can usually be helped. The moment that there's this lack of humility, un unfortunately, it's extremely difficult to help the person. Paragraph Yudavid, and this will explain why Moshe Rabbeinu said to Koirach and his people, take these pans which are used to offer ktoiris, and place ktoiris on them. Upirish Rashi, Rashi Kodesh points out over there, here you have the most beloved service of Hashem, the thing that Hashem loves, which is ktoiris, which is more beloved than anything else. V'sam hamoves nosim besoychoi, but it also contains a deadly poison in it. Sheboy nisrifu nodav aviyu. Don't forget, not long ago, nodav and aviyu, the two sons of Aaron Akoyin, died by offering Torahs. Kigam nodav aviyu pogmu alidei bechinas hayetzahora shalmalo. Because nodav and aviyu, these two tzadikim, the sons of Aaron Akoyin, also made a mistake. Their mistake was, as a result, of a very high-level Yetzirah, like we spoke about in the previous classes. A very holy angel. Coming from a very high spiritual place, but from the left side, the side of Din, the side of Gevurah. Because it seemed to Nodav and Aviyu that based on the incredible high level of holiness that they were on, that they were qualified to bring Torahs. Whereas even though they were on such a high level, because they weren't married and because of different 
they were not qualified. However, their mistake was on a very, very fine level. They violated what the Torah says, don't try to go past the line where you're not allowed to go past that line. As the Pasuk says about them, in their coming close to Hashem, they died. They died, they died by trying to get too close. And as Rabbi Nassau writes over there in chapter 72 in Likut Imran, the Sikhazois regarding this discussion, where Rabbi Nassau speaks about the very, very high level Yetzirah that the Tzadikim have. Rabbi Nassau writes there, that just like there is a Yetzahara to get people to do bad things, sinful things, there's a major Yetzahara also when, it, when a person wants to come close to Hashem. As we find when Hashem was about to give the Torah on Har Sinai, He tells Moshe Rabbeinu, warn the Jews, warn them, keep back, stay back. Don't you dare try to get too close. If they dare try to go up the mountain to try to get too close to Hashem, they're going to die. And this was also the, the, the pigam, the mistake of Ben Azai and Ben Zayma that we spoke about in the previous year, when those four rabbis attempted to go to a very, very high place in heaven. And two of them, one of them went totally off the deep end. He, he became an apikoris, Acher. But the other two, two Ben Azai and Ben Zayma, one of them, his soul left him, and one of them, his mind became affected, where he couldn't put the light into words. So he would speak and he... People couldn't make sense of what he was saying. They thought he lost his mind. Their mistake was that they looked too far, too high. V'chulu, etc. As Rabbein Azal speaks about this over there in chapter 72 in the Kutim Ran. Because Ktores is on an incredible high level. The Zohar Kodesh says that Ktores has the ability to stop death, to stop a plague, to save a person from death. Ktores has the ability to sweeten all judgments from the highest, highest levels to the lowest levels. Because the Zohar Kodesh tells us that Ktoiris reaches up to the highest, highest places. However, because Ktoiris is so holy, there is no one who is qualified to offer the Ktoiris other than a koyen who has all the right qualifications. Avul hazor The Torah tells us clearly any person who is not qualified, who tries to approach, will die. 
Ki Adaraba, because again, the exact opposite will happen to them. Mizgareboy Hadin Yoiser, the din, the judgment, the negativity becomes empowered. Ki Kol Hadinim Yeshlehem Shoresh, because all judgments, all negativity has a, a root, a source. And this source has a source that's above it, that it receives from. And this continues on and on, higher and higher. And the more that we elevate the, the din, the judgment, to a level above it and going higher and higher, Niklash Venimtakadin, the din becomes weakened and sweetened. Just like we have a rule always that if you want to sweeten a din, you have to go up to the source of that din to sweeten it. However, no matter how high up you go, you're still going up that left lane. You're going up the left lane, that place of din. There's still some din there. And you have to keep bumping it up higher and higher until you bump it up to the highest place, to its literally its place of origin. There, the judgment can be sweetened completely and can be eliminated completely. We talk about a court system. We have a judgment and a lower level court, and now we'll take it to the next, we'll take it to a higher court, until we'll take it to the Supreme Court. But a person who's not qualified to carry through all of this, not only will that person not succeed in raising, going up to the source of the din and sweetening it there, but rather just the opposite. As a result of that person's deeds and actions, the din, the judgment, will draw more energy, more power. Because this person was attempting to reach so high a level of holiness, which the person is not qualified for. And when that happens, though the negativity and the judgments down below are able to draw more energy and more power. And this is why the Torah warns us that a person who is not the, the appropriate type of person is not allowed to approach things that are out of their league. Going lechel truma, for example, a non kohen who would want to eat truma, the kodesh, or would want to eat certain sacrifices which a non kohen is not allowed to, oi liso kodesh, or to carry the holy ark, the orain, or the other vessels of the mishkan or the beis hamikdash, which we were told only the levim were permitted to. As we have many warnings throughout the Torah regarding this. And therefore, Koirach and his cohorts who wanted to try to, uh, to reach things that were not within their reach, 
that were not meant for them at all. Warned them using the Ktoiris as an example. Shegovoya menakoil. Ktoiris is the highest thing. The Afalpikain, and even though it's the highest level of holiness, Gamshom Srichin Li Vadin. In the Ktoiris itself, you have to be careful regarding the Yitzhahara, the Midas Hadin there, the judgment, the level of judgment and negativity over there. Because a person who touches the ktoiris improperly, for example, if it's not the right time for offering the ktoiris, and especially if it's a person who's not qualified, then the exact opposite result will occur. The Torah kills the person because it is so holy. We talk about electricity, all of us know electricity. <clears throat> electricity gives light. Light is life. But a person who doesn't know how to handle electricity, and they do, then they get electrocuted, and, and the electricity can kill the person. Because by this person who's not qualified, that person activates the source of din, which is found over there in the Ktoiris. And then the lower level din, which is real negativity, draws energy from there and causes harm. And that's actually what happened. That Koirach and all of his people were destroyed completely by, by bringing the Ktoiris. But a Koyen who is qualified to offer Ktoiris, he eliminates death by bringing Ktoiris. And, and that coin succeeds in eliminating death and sweetening all negative judgments in the world by offering the Torah, which is such a holy thing. And therefore, after the ground, the earth opened up and swallowed up Koirach, and the Jews complained afterwards about this plague that had begun. Siva Moshe's Aaron, Moshe Rabbeinu instructs Aaron Akoin, Sheyorutz Viemaher Lahaktik Toiris, that Aaron Akoin should run and offer the Toiris. Kik Toiris Mamtik Kol Hadinim Sheboilam, Kishamaktiroise Horoilakach, because Toiris will sweeten and eliminate all negative judgments from the world when the proper person is offering it. And then Moshe Rabbeinu showed all the Jews that it's not the Torah that kills like, like people were singing and, and saying afterwards when they saw what happened to Koirach. Oh, look at this. Hashem gave us this Torah. Look what Torah does. It kills people. But rather, it's the person's sin that kills them. When a person tries to offer Torahs and they're not qualified. 
But when the appropriate koyin offers the ktoiris, who oitzer hamagefa, it stops a plague, umevatel moisana, and eliminates death. Ki ein korban shamamte kol hadinen kemoyaktoiris. Because there is no sacrifice in the Beis Hamikdash that's as powerful as the ktoiris in sweetening judgments, in eliminating negative judgments against us. We'll hold it over here for now. It's Erev Sukkot, wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Yantuf holiday. Sukkot, there's so much written in our forum regarding Sukkot. Baruch Hashem, for those that can, on our website, there's a wealth of information. There's a section called Holidays, <clears throat> where there's many, many shirim that were recorded about all aspects of Sukkot. And, and every day we have one of the seven shepherds, one of the seven tzaddikim, that will join us, Mr. Shem, in our sukkah, hopefully, and especially on the fourth day of sukkahs, the day of Moshe Rabbeinu, the yard site of Rabbeinazal. We, we hope to have a special connection there. We hope to, to celebrate with the different sudas and the divrei Torah and the singing and the dancing, the simchas beis hashreva. We should all be as to the ultimate simcha, the gula shleima, b'mheir b'ameinu, amen v'amen.